Garfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's up, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B Double Brandon Benfield alongside the great Gerard Bonner and the beautiful Diana Michelle. We are V3, and we are back to recap an incredible show that was SHW 51 last Friday. And uh, whew, we're going to run through this card, but my goodness, I'm still buzzing from the event. How about you guys? How's your week going? Are you still feeling the uh, the excitement that we were feeling at the end of the show? Oh, definitely. Definitely. That There was so much that happened. There's, mm-hmm. Are we going to have to get it all? I will try. <laughs> we're going to try. Wow. It, 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 this is why we tell you you can't miss a show, because even with the recap we're about to give you, it still can't cover all that happened, all of our emotions, the highs, the lows, the in-betweens. I mean, we might have to start telling you don't eat before you come to the show because it's literally <laughs> like a roller coaster. You're going to go up and down and you're going to yeah. feel all kinds of ways. So that was SHW 51 for sure. You know, the the signs, to me, the signs of a great wrestling show are just like you said, GB, those emotional roller coaster shows. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of those here in SHW. We but do. sometimes it's a lot more on the disappointment side. You're upset. You're mad. Sometimes it's <laughs> yeah, more yeah. on the excited side. Sometimes it's more on the emotional, uh, teary-eyed side. And yeah. this show encapsulated all of it into one, like, whatever, <laughs> two and a half hours. And Jeez. it was just it was just the wave of emotions was insane. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're going to touch a little bit on all of that here. Um, and, and here's the thing. We love and appreciate the fact that you guys go back and watch us on IWTV. But like Gerard just said, there's nothing like seeing it live and in person. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. a whole different experience. But uh, And then watch it live and then go back and watch us on IWTV. So you can hear our uh, soundtrack. To put the soundtrack. It'll be be different. Because you don't want to miss that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, let's uh, let's get going here from straight from the get go. We kicked off the show with the uh, a semifinal match for the Jake the Snake Legacy Championship Tournament. It was the Kenway taking on uh, Bryce Cannon. And uh, <laughs> but hey, what a way to kick off the show, a tournament semifinal match. And uh, what what were you guys thoughts on this one? Well, I had mixed emotions after her talking to Chip pre-show. Then there's that. Then, you know, we we have to talk about that. And well, yeah, yes, touch on that real quick, Diana. Go ahead and fill everybody yeah. in in case they missed it. Oh well, pre-show we had <laughs> we had Bad Boy Chip Day live and in, in in person in color, mm-hmm. like L I V E live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, mm-hmm. called me out, called us out on some things we shared and said and i'm gonna watch my mouth i'm gonna make sure yeah. i don't <laughs> well so mm. I mean, here's the thing we've been kind of praising uh the kenway as of late because we're mm-hmm. he's new to us he's been around mm-hmm. for a while took some mm-hmm. time off of pro wrestling and i really think that's the part that really gets chip day's goat right I there so. uh but here's the thing over the over, over the time that he's been here in shw the last few months We've been impressed, and I think the crowd's really taken to him. 
And that's where Chip Day had a problem. I don't think he typically right. has a problem with us in general, but the fact that we were had been putting over Kenway on the last few episodes kind of uh yeah, he let us know. Well, he wasn't about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> because he, he he like you said, he feels like Kenway has everybody snowed. And I guess maybe he's just looking out for us, thinking that maybe we were snowed as well. Could be maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I will say, I'm sorry, Chip, but I am glad he did beat Bryce King. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> even even though, but you know what? This is the match we wanted, right? We wanted Kenway. We want, Chip didn't want him to advance, but we wanted to see this finals that we're going to get. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. You know, I think SHW has really become the place where you have to pay attention to every piece of content we have. Mm -hmm. because it all ends up connecting and if you miss something like you miss a really important piece I, I will tell you watching that match without talking chip you feel one way with talking chip you feel another oh wait so y'all don't know what talking chip is so let me tell you <laughs> what talking chip is because i'm you're like what okay they, they will so, eventually yeah chip Chip Day coming on the pre-show last week was just a thing of beauty. And if you watched it, we kind of dubbed it Talking Chip, which could mean a lot of things, right? Um, and he's already told us that he's going to show up at mm -hmm. the next pre-show. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I'm saying is, if you don't have a clue what I'm talking about, go back, YouTube, Facebook, watch our pre-show. Our recap of that is doing that experience no justice. You have oh, no. to hear and feel the vibe of what Chip is talking about. It's deep. So that, it is really, and you could tell there's something very, very deep that we kind of scratched the surface on. So that made this semifinal very interesting because before I'm just like, hey, the, the Kenway, he just kind of came in. And now I'm trying to figure out what is what is this thing that's happening. And certainly, again, the Kenway came on in and, and did his thing, but you have, this is literally one of those spots where uh, you have to watch for every single piece because everything is meaning something without us knowing that it's meaning something. Right. So, yeah. It's yeah. enlightening. It, it is. Was, uh, it was a wild one. And, and here's the thing. We say this all the time when it comes to those no good exotic youth, they travel in packs. And uh, of course, all three members were there. You had mm -hmm. Pepperbottom and Mosley. Uh, you know, they had Bryce Cannon's back, so they were ringside. Eventually, uh, our referee would eject them from ringside and to uh, help them make their way to the back, we saw a surprise return from Cyrus the Destroyer. He's been mm -hmm. terrorizing Japan as of late, and now he's back. Mm -hmm. He was back at the action building for SHW 51. He helped run them off to the back. And, mm -hmm. uh, oh, that was a thing of beauty. I absolutely mm -hmm. loved it. They were scattering like cockroaches. But uh, I just got to say, uh, so the Kenway ended up winning this matchup. He will advance. And I just got to say, I'm so happy because here's the thing. I've said this on commentary. I will admit. Now, Diana, last week you kind of inadvertently complimented these guys and kind of, you know, uh, put put them over, I guess, a little bit. And And I kind of have to a small degree because I will tell you this. If they're in the ring, and look, just recently, I've heard them say, I've heard Shivani say it about uh, MJF, for instance. When mm -hmm. he's in the ring and he just wrestles, he can wrestle with the best of them. He's mm -hmm, got right. the skill. It's the mm -hmm. attitude 
the the no good just just they're just jerks they're just they're just jerks. jerks and and it drives me nuts in the fact that the thought if they were to hold a championship title in our company mm. just it makes me nauseous thinking about it so I'm safe. Fact, I'm safe from that July seventh date, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I was nervous, and so you know, it was like when Bryce got into the tournament unexpectedly at the last show. Right. Oh man, I I couldn't believe it. And then he advanced, and it made it mm-hmm. even worse. Anyways, mm-hmm. and now we've got Rumble Jack right around the corner. So I can't, you know, all three of those guys if they're in the Rumble Jack. I mean, hopefully they get eliminated quickly because I just I don't want them getting near an SHW title. I don't want them to represent this company because they're jerks. And I know I don't speak for all of us. <laughs> yeah, you do. I want to put, the, you know what? It's probably because I got the loud mouth shirt on. It's making me extra. Yeah. It's boisterous. really got you going. I kind of like it. They just really, they really get my blood boiling. And uh, let me just say this. I know Chip has warned us about the Kenway. Mm-hmm. But I, in this case, I was very glad to see the Kenway advance in this tournament. So, uh, yeah, the Kenway will make it to the finals next month. I feel like I'm about to get myself in trouble. I can Uh-oh. see it happening right now. Uh-oh. But there's a part of me that wonders, should we extend at some point an invitation to the Kenway to join us on the podcast to share well, his yeah. side of it, why sure. you know this story is w- the way it is? I just want to present both sides and give you all the opportunity Sure. to choose because i i have no idea and i'm in no way am i insinuating that chip is telling us a falsehood i'm not saying that at all but i would be intrigued to see what kenway feels about his relationship with chip and who knows maybe between now and and you know our next show or at some point we can get him on to discuss that who knows i mean that would make sense i mean we we're not in that relationship or whatever we're relationship. Not, so we don't know. We we were not there prior. So we don't we don't have the feelings. We just I feel the emotion because good lord, he made it, it known. It, it I is, feel the emotion. It's undeniable. But I don't have the deep rooted feelings uh, that Chip has against Kenway. And um, like I said, we don't know Kenway's side. I mean, I, I think it'd be a good idea. And then maybe. Maybe have a face off. Oh, <laughs> not Lord. on our show. Not, not on this wait, show. Not, not, not at the pre-show. That's for, for the sure. ring. Not at the pre-show. That's in the ring. You mean yeah. one of you guys wouldn't want to do a face-off oh, interview with him? Hey, you let know me, how me, I, you know how I am at the commentary. We're like, GB, you sit in the middle. <laughs> but Listen, you've done it with Owen and David, and you've done it with you know Logan. So I yeah, mean, and and I got hurt. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we'll get you guys a cubicle or something to sit yeah. in the center and just let them. Listen, we're already living through Anita Baker and Babyface right now, so I just I'm sitting here like <laughs> let's let's let them. We'll just present and let okay, them okay, okay, work it okay. out. We'll just Which... give we'll give them the forum to yes. state their case. Yes, and then fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, anyways, um, post match. Let's talk about that real quick. So Cyrus comes out. Apparently Cyrus had had a conversation with our matchmaker, Jake, the snake earlier in the Mm day. Mm -hmm. He told Cyrus he could pick any member or actually any member of uh, exotic youth could take him on one-on-one. If Cyrus won that match, he gets to pick two partners to face exotic youth next month in a six man tag team match. However, 
if that member of Exotic Youth beat Cyrus, then they got to face him three-on-one in a handicap match next month at SHW 52. It ended up being Pepper Bottom. Actually, it was kind of confusing there as mm-hmm. Bryce and... I think it was mistakenly. Yeah, Bryce and Mosley were both kind of like, no, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this was intentional. I kind of think it probably was. While they distracted him, Pepper Bottom's up on the on the top rope trying to catch him off guard. Instead, mm-hmm. he got swatted out of the air like a fly <laughs> and then just planted. And GB, you even said, I think that might hold the record for possibly... The fastest pinfall we've ever had in uh, was in it an 13 SHW seconds ring. or something like that. I, it was less than that, I think. Less it than that. It felt, it felt less than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there yeah. is one that's even maybe even shorter, and we'll touch on that a little later uh, as we uh, honor one of our uh, departing members of the roster. But, anyways, uh, so Cyrus won. Now he gets to pick two partners of his choosing to face uh, Exotic Youth next month in a six man tag team match. Who oh who will he choose? Here's oh, the no, thing. Overkill. Well, he was he was put with top team before. This right. is true. Um, but see, he didn't get to choose. Uh, th- right. That wasn't of his of his choosing. So now I'm right. curious to see who he'll actually choose to face. And here's the thing: I don't. He doesn't need two extra. That's people. what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a little overkill. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know what? <laughs> I mean, finish the job, right? Just. Hey, you know what? Yeah. I will take it. The more people that are going to beat on Exotic Youth, the better, part in of, my opinion. There's a part of me that still wonders if they're going to announce Brandon and Diana as the other <laughs> two members. You know uh, what? Which I'm sure you guys would not mind. I mean, getting a, a I'm shot not. In I'm not them. worried too much. Because mm-hmm. you know what? It would be GB. It would, all we would have to be is like the the corner man. You know, just yeah. give, you I know, just go, you got it, buddy. Straight. You got it, yeah. buddy. Pat him on the back. You got it. You yeah, know, just an cheering. occasional slap in and then yeah, come we'll just back do out. The cheer and... And we'll get the crowd cheering and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap only happens if he's got Diana's name in his mouth. That's when he gets slapped. That's, well, yeah. That's right. Look, you I warned that, him. So you did. You did. You did. did. Anyways, you let's did. let's move on. But we are excited to see that six man tag match. It will happen yes. at SHW fifty two July seventh. And uh we got a lot more of that to come uh in the coming weeks. But moving on to the next match, it was Danny Jordan presented us with a revamped women's division, and this kicked it off. It was Kylie Alexa uh, from the NWA, and you got Dream Girl Ellie, who's making waves in OVW, amongst other places, uh, in a one-on-one matchup. And uh, GP, the real mean girl, Danny Jordan, actually joined us on uh, on commentary. Yes, she did. That was great. It was great. You know, it's to me, I think it's great because we're getting to hear her vision for this women's division. You know, we have talked mm-hmm. about it extensively on this podcast, the need for a women's division, the need for a women's title to see it finally happening and to hear her talk about it in the same ways that we've talked about it is really, really refreshing. And uh, these young ladies tore the house down. Yeah, They really did. That was, a, it was a really good match. It was, mm-hmm. it was not even surprisingly good. It was just really good. Yeah. I, I've, you know, we've seen, Ellie a number of times seen her on TV and stuff do her thing and and she's impressive. Mm-hmm. I was super impressed with Kylie like said up. Yes. Holy crap. Her presence. I mean, how long has she been doing this? Less than a year? Less yeah. than a year. Mm-hmm. Could have mm-hmm. fooled me because she right. looked like a pro. Mm-hmm. Impressed. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Look, there's something in those genes in her family because so she's 19. She's the youngest uh signee to NWA and right. It, you know, less than a year in the business. Her sister, uh, Kenzie Page, who we've seen mm-hmm. in SHW a couple of times, 
this was back in, I think, 2019, and she may have been 18 or 19 at that time, and right. she had one of the greatest matches with Danny at that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and I think Danny will even say that. I think she mentioned on commentary that was one yeah. of her favorite matches she's ever had. And the fact that her and now her sister Kylie Alexa at such young ages can come in, it looked like they've been doing this forever. I mean, their whole family right. has been in the wrestling business for years and years, and so they kind of grown up in the ring, it seems like. Mm -hmm. But, uh, man, what a hard-hitting a hard hitting affair that was, and it was just uh, a great – I felt like a great kickoff to this mm -hmm. revamped uh, women's division here in SHW. So I'm excited to see uh, what comes down the line here as uh, as we move on. But, uh, man, what a matchup. And, uh, yeah. of course, Dream Girl Ellie did win the match. You saw Danny kind of get in the ring afterwards. And I, they've kind of had a bit of a history, not necessarily, necessarily at SHW, but just throughout their careers. Mm -hmm. and, and when Danny got up from the commentary booth, I kind of thought, uh-oh, <laughs> what's about to happen here? But she ended up, they, they sh you know, shook her hand. She, they embraced in the ring. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but yeah, what does that mean for Ellie? Ellie's now in the win column here in SHW. Yeah, and what I think that that's going to... The... No, what does that yeah. mean for the division? Is it, are we going to get two fresh faces next next time? Or... You know, that, know. That's, that's kind of what's in my head is, you know, trying to figure out what's next. Because the truth of it is to avoid... Uh, whatever the women's division was pre this moment, we cannot have it centered around one person. So that right. means we're going to have to have multiple faces. Uh, there's a point where I'm wondering if we're going to need multiple matches mm -hmm. on, uh, on a single card to really build this division, to give people the opportunity to see this great talent. And then there's an interesting thought in the back, right up here. Um, <laughs> and the thought is this, how will Danny Jordan feel in a full women's division if she is kind of managing the division versus the front runner in ring of the division? That's probably a question for another day, but that's again, up here in my head right now. I'm just so excited about the job she's doing and bringing great talent in. And I'm wondering Who's next to be a part of this new SHW women's division? I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yes. and kind of to your point, GB, I, I was wondering as well, like at what point does Danny get back in the ring to compete? Like right now, she's, right. you know, Jake has given her the reins to kind of bring in uh, some ladies from uh, whether they're in state or out of state mm -hmm. and to, to compete here in this women's division. But at what point does she say, okay, now I want to get in and show them what's up right. <laughs> you know so i don't know or don't does know. she yeah who knows who knows that's a good question so yeah. time will tell and uh we'll, we'll see what happens next month on july 7th but uh moving on down the card uh let's see well this is where it gets uh got a little emotional uh to say the least um as you see i'm sporting my ac mac shirt in honor of the great mac of all trades loudest mouth in the south he took uh, Nick Halen on one-on-one in a match with a very heavy stipulation. The stipulation was, if Mac were to win this matchup, he would become the sole wrestler of the year in 2022 for the GWH award. However, if he lost, then he would leave SHW for good. We'd said this in the weeks leading up to this night that uh, we just did not feel good about the stipulation, and that was not to take anything away from Mac, more so, I was concerned about what actually ended up happening 
was that Nick Halen would stoop to any level to end up trying to win this matchup. And that's where I was worried that Mac might be in trouble. And of course, that's exactly what happened. You had uh, somebody at the time, it was just a masked man in the crowd passing off a pair of brass knucks to Nick mm-hmm. Halen uh, without the ref seeing it. Boom. AC Mac goes down. Halen hits the elbow drop. One, two, three. And um, that's it for AC Mac and SHW. It was, um, you know, I could talk a little bit more uh, about what happened afterwards, but let's get your thoughts on on uh, what you thought of this match and, and what you think about Mac leaving SHW. Well, I think um, had Nick not cheated, he'd definitely been the loser of that particular match. AC mopped the floor. I think he did. I think he did his thing. He did. He did what he does. He did everything that you would imagine the highest ranked independent wrestler in the world to do. And he did. I mean, he 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 played his part. He did his did his thing. Um, I think that somebody in, in Nick's corner saw the desperation in his face and just had to throw him a bone. So disappointed. I'm disappointed. Very disappointed. But, you know, there's a stipulation that AC agreed to, um, maybe even came up with. Yeah, he came up with it. He did come up with yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, you know, we got to roll with it. Better roll with it. But, you know what? You know, um, I think back to still here three when we had um, Gunnar Miller and uh, yeah, we had Gunnar Miller uh, fighting in kind of this, it wasn't quite a loser leaves SHW, but it was a space where, you know, if, if his opponent got beaten he would retire and him and Corey hollis had a great match and there was no chicanery and so at the end you know when gunner miller beats Corey hollis we're sad that Corey's gone but we can accept it because it was a fair match between two people the problem here is i think we all were good with the idea that if this is a one-on-one contest AC wins all day. And he was in the process of doing that. Um, For, you know, Nick Halen to connect with this hooded figure because Nick Halen knew that on his own he couldn't beat AC Mack. That's what makes this even worse. Because I think we would have been able to handle it if AC just had a bad night and couldn't get it done. But he was in the process of winning and to lose that way uh makes it really challenging and i i don't know how nick halen went to sleep last friday night um i don't know how all of that uh you know how how you face your children and say hey i put a man out of work and i did it through nefarious means like and now we have to call you the wrestler of the year and the guy who put AC Mac out of SHW. Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly feeling that. And we'll get to later who that masked person was because then that adds another layer in here in terms of my level of disappointment with this. 
Yeah, and you know, uh, to start the show, we talked about GB mentioned the roller coaster of emotions throughout the entire night. So we had some uh, big stuff that kicked off the show: the return of Cyrus, the announcement that Cyrus gets to take on Exotic Youth next month in six-man tag team action. We see a great women's match uh, for the first time in a while at SHW. So we're kind of all right now on cloud nine. Then the air just got let out of the room with how this match ended, and everybody was shocked uh disappointed uh pissed off i'll be honest and then came the post-match and then everybody got in their feels a little bit you know so you get like you get the happiness the sadness the just the upset the then just this you know everybody getting emotional here and um there was a a video presentation for ac mac a tribute video uh austin theory an SHW alum uh, sending a video message and uh, reminiscing on their days back in WWA four and coming through the ranks together in the independent scene. And uh, then just a highlight package of uh, AC Mac throughout the years here at SHW and man, oh man, uh, I was doing my best to keep it together in the ring. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, there was a, a discussion backstage with some of the uh, SHW officials. Okay, this video, we're gonna see if, if we'll get Mac to cry here. And I said, I said, I, I Mac probably will cry. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I, they showed me this video, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, right. this is gonna be tough. And uh, but man, I tell you what, it was a great moment and a great uh, uh, tribute. A great uh, bidding of farewell to the great AC Mac, and then of course he had some some nice words at the end as well for the crowd as the crowd chanted AC Mac and thank you Mac, and it was just uh, we talk about it all the time GB just it's about moments and uh, similarly to when David left uh, and you know you just it was that moment you could just feel it in the crowd and the, what because it's one of those things where once the crowd really realizes like oh wow okay he's actually. This is actually happening. He is actually leaving. And uh, then it kind of hits everybody. And then that's when it gets a little bit. Here I go again. Uh, yes, stop it. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, we'll move on. <laughs> just because otherwise. Please, I will, I will tell you this. I'm trying to keep it intact. I'm trying to keep my composure. <laughs> I, I will tell you this. On a bit of a brighter note. Uh, we already knew this isn't going to be the last we see of Mac. It will just be the last we see of him at SHW inside of an SHW ring. However, to all the listeners and the watchers of this show right here, here's a little treat for you. We're going to a little sneak peek uh, tease for you, if you will. <laughs> AC Mac himself will be joining us next week right here on the podcast. So uh, we get to love up on him and tell him all this sappy stuff to his face when we see him next <laughs> week. So, uh, Get ready, Diana. Just go ahead and uh, have a box of Kleenex <laughs> right there next to you. But uh, anyways, Ugh. anything else, though, about uh, before we move on to this next match? It's kind of weird because this is kind of something I feel like we should say for the end, but his match was in the middle of the card. So <laughs> we'll, we'll just kind of talk about Mac yeah. now while we're while we're on the subject. But uh, any yeah. any final uh, words about Mac before we move on down the card here? I'm gonna save it. Diana, next. Di- I was gonna say Diana. I don't know if you can. Can you make? Can you maintain here? Can we? Nope. <laughs> I'm choking right now. My throat is so just like I can't. GB, go um, for it. I I will say that you know 
I don't think people understand that you kind of have to prepare for multiple scenarios here. So even the idea that the video was prepared wasn't a guarantee that they were going to use it. It's just to say, in the event that this happens, yeah. we want to send them off well, but we don't really want to have to do it. And I think in my head, um, as nervous as I was that this could happen, I always held out hope that, you know, AC is going to pull it out and, you know, certainly Nick Halen will have a little decorum and not do this to us. But again, Nick Halen and his thoughts Nick about Halen this company. a man on crutches to the floor. Exactly. He He's not, you know, he's not caring about that. So to that end, um, Mac uh, has been just a, 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 you know, when you think about SHW, you think about AC Mack. Um, you do. Here's a guy who uh, became the champion of this company. And it's interesting. We've seen a number of people come from this company, as we saw last month with with uh, Bad News and Tattoos, Carly Bravo, um, how you will leave this company to go on and do bigger and, and even better things on a national level. Um, and I, I can't help but think about 2022 and the year that Mac literally took the world by storm, you know, becoming the IWTV world champion and Brandon, you happened, you were there when it happened, Diana and I were watching together, uh, you know, and we were all just kind of like, oh my God, this is our guy representing us to the world and for him to make his choice to have his first world title defense with us and SHW and we got to call it Diana got to do the the ring announcement it says a lot about what he thinks about this company um I I told him this and I'll tell you all that I am grateful that we had the opportunity to uh be the soundtrack for uh these moments and these matches I I will say this to to the fans um I am very big, and I won't take a lot of time. I know we got other things to do at the show, but uh, I have such huge respect for this sport. And I know people have their thoughts about the sport being whatever it is, but I really believe that the athletes in this sport do things that athletes in no other sport can do. Yeah. Um, if you look at football, basketball, baseball, hockey, all of these sports are team sports that happen in a season. They work three months, four months, five months, then they get the rest of the year off, right? Uh, in other combat sports like boxing and MMA, they might perform twice a year. These wrestlers put their bodies on the line far more than any of these other athletes in any of these other sports do combined. Right. They put their body through a lot. They travel, you know, and I will say this. It is harder to hit a person without hurting them than it is to hit a person and hurt them, because at least you get to fully go through and whatever happens, happens. But you you try to. In, so so to that end. I really want our fans to really have the highest level of respect for these athletes who literally put their bodies on the line. And in the world of independent wrestling, 
Well, and in in on the majors as well, you know, they don't necessarily have things like health insurance because it's not part of the deal, which I'm sure most of you are like, what do you mean? That's another podcast for another day. The point of it is they put their literal lives on the line for our entertainment. And many of them end up working other jobs to be able to do what we do. So I hope that we can have a higher level of respect for them than many do. With that said, to watch AC Mack do this and then make history and then take this thing around the world and still call SHW home is massive. The year he had in 2022, I don't know that we're going to see another independent wrestler have that kind of year and be an independent wrestler. I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. Legit. So I have a high level of respect for AC Mack. Incredibly high. And um, I'm, I'm grateful that even though I don't like the way this happened, thank you, Nick Halen, I'm glad that it's not an injury that has taken him out. I'm glad that he is fully healthy. I'm glad that he can decide whatever the next chapter is for his life. And, uh, and I honor that. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. Very well said buddy. And um, yeah, we're going to get to talk to him next week. So I'm very excited about that and get some of his thoughts about what happened. And then also some thoughts about, you know, his future, what he's got coming up down the road and just uh, uh, a time for all of us to, to thank him and and show him our appreciation and our love like you just talked about gb and in fact right now i want to remind all of our fans if you have questions or anything that you want to say to ac mac go ahead and uh, don't be shy leave it in our comments here uh for this episode and we'll be sure to bring it up to mac next week when we have him on the show here and um mm-hmm. yeah it's like you said gb i you know i said it after the match last week it's you know whether the fans loved him or whether they loved to hate him one thing's for sure is that we've all respected the the heck out of him and appreciated everything he's done in that ring for us yeah. to entertain yeah. us. And uh, I, I sent a uh, post to him uh, the other day saying, you know, he's an amazing wrestler, an incredible entertainer, but an even better man. Absolutely. And it's just been an absolute privilege uh, just to call him a friend. And yeah. like you said, a privilege. And uh, I hope you didn't mind me speaking for you in the ring the other night, GB, when no, I said, fine. I feel like I speak for GB when I say mm-hmm. it's been an absolute privilege from the bottom of our hearts to be able to call all of those iconic moments uh, in the past five years at SHW. So Absolutely. just so many big moments. I mean, yeah. I was going through trying to pick out a few little video clips to post the other day, and I had to stop at like, you know, four or five. Because there's countless, and and I couldn't yeah. even decide. Right. I was like, I was like, well, there's this one, there's this, you know, yeah. there's just so many, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um, gosh, it's just gonna be, it's not gonna be the same, uh, without AC Mac in the uh in the SHW locker room. So, yeah. gonna miss him, but uh, like he, he said, he's not going anywhere as far as like moving away. So we'll right. see him around town. Uh, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe he comes and just sits in the crowd and enjoys a show like a like the fans do. I don't know, but um. Uh, anyways, we're gonna. Well, miss- I mean, he may not be wrestling in the SHW ring, but he's welcome to hit commentary table with you guys for Ooh. sure. Ooh, absolutely. You know, let that me just be- throw this. Let me just throw this out there, and and I may have mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't recall, but I, I mentioned this to him the other day. 
one of my favorite Mac memories. And GB, this is shortly before, maybe a few months before you joined me in the booth, and I was still working yeah. with uh, uh, Adam. A bomb too sweet was the, the commentary partner, and he would always kind of give me a hard time. We'd kind of go back and forth sometimes. But there was the Rumble Jack, the very first one, Rumble Jack 2019. Mac happened to be the champion at the time, so he yeah. was not in the match. However, he joined us for that full hour plus on commentary, and I absolutely loved it because he was giving Adam a hard time like throughout the whole match. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, can you just join us every show? This is great. Yeah. And uh, you know, meanwhile, I'm trying to stifle my laughter. So I can yeah. call the match, you know, without <laughs> being distracted too much. But uh, anyways, I was always given a hard time early in the days of SHW for being a for being a fan of SA, of AC Mac and yeah. not being an unbiased journalist as I should be. <laughs> but you know, I, so there was a couple of shows where I just wore my Mac shirt and I couldn't help it. But uh, there's a reason why he's my favorite. I mean, you've seen it firsthand, yeah. GB. You mentioned it. He's a, he's a world champion, ranked yeah. number twenty five in the PWI five hundred. That's insane. Let me tell you something. When I saw that, Whew. you know, I just it 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 it's kind of like, you know, if you go to school with somebody yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, this is happening. Like all of those moments, the world title moment, the PWI moment, all of those things like they made me feel so good because what I don't think people understand is as much as we love SHW. I want the world to know about what our people are doing. Yeah. Right. So when the, when when it's undeniable to the rest of the world, that makes it super special. You know, it was like seeing that Austin, you know, Austin Theory's video showing up, talking to Mac. We've talked about, you know, Theory being a part of our organization over time, but for people to actually see it, it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, and this is the guy who beat John Cena at WrestleMania. He came mm -hmm. from SHW. Yeah. Like, those things are 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 massive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, folks, we're only on match three. We've got a whole rest of the card to get to. And think about, just think about how much of a roller coaster we've fault. already been on. No, 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 no. My point is, think about how much of emotional roller coaster it's been in just those three matches, right? Because there's more. Because there's, there's so much more. A lot more. And we're already <laughs> like semi-drained at that point of emotions <laughs> and then right. we have the whole rest of the show to get to so yeah. uh moving on from there we kind of had an imp uh, an unexpected uh thing happen where well actually we did know that we were supposed to hear from todd sexton and judas and maybe get some answers as to what happened the month prior when judas became the shw champion uh what ended up unfolding is we ended up having well technically two shw title matches impromptu back to back uh todd sexton came out and i'm not going to get into the whole thing you can go on I iwtv and watch by the way you're going to want to watch this you're going to want to watch yeah. this entire show first you of really all will. but uh yeah you can see what todd sexton had to say he had a lot to say there was a lot to unpack he had some not so kind wow, things wow, to wow. say to all three of us so i'm not really going to elaborate on all that but um what ended up happening was he said, well, you know, Judas is going to be a fighting champion. I've found uh, two guys that are the top competition, uh, in, you know, around. And he brings out two. No offense to these guys. I'm sure they're nice guys. I'm sure they, they could go on and have great careers. But to us, at this point, fairly unknown. Okay. And it ended up being a two-on-one match. Honestly, kind of historic because it was the very first time the Southern Honor title had been defended in a two-on-one handicap match correct but uh yeah 
with for Todd to come out there and say this was going to be some of the best competition and all that was just kind of laughable because what ended up happening was Judas kind of like uh, Cyrus did with Pepperbottom. I mean, it, it was just it was like that in an instant. Mm -hmm. Match was mm -hmm. over. Yeah, and then old Jake the Snake shows up on our screens, and uh, not only he's always watching. Yeah, he's always watching, and not only mm -hmm. did he take away Todd Sexton's authority. Mm -hmm. Yes. And my understanding was, I, I assume that means any authority, not just matchmaking. He but... said you have no more power in Southern mm -hmm. Order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge bombshell. But then he also said, oh, I forgot to mention Corey Hollis had gotten involved. There was a whole thing with Corey Hollis showing back up. We haven't seen mm -hmm. him since he took the spike to the eye uh, yeah. a couple months ago. And so Jake the Snake decides to make another impromptu Southern Honor Championship match. Mm. Corey Hollis versus Judas. Not just later tonight, but right then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. we had an impromptu world title, another world title match, or a mm -hmm. Southern Honor title match, rather. And it was, um, I I'll just let you guys take it from there. But it was a heck of a match and not something we had, as you would say, GB, on our bingo card because mm -hmm. uh, totally unexpected. It was brutal. I would yeah. say that. It was unexpected. I, I did. I don't think anybody expected Corey to show up just out of the blue and then get a, a title match, regardless of, of what Todd wanted or Judas wanted. But I, I don't think Corey even thought. I think Corey was just trying to show up to get a, a measure of revenge and just kind of yeah, attack just, Judas. Just a little bit. So right. that worked out and in his favor. <laughs> he he did have a little bit of a showing, you know, that, that was valid. But, man, it was brutal, y'all. Yeah. It was... I'd, I'd like to see what Corey looks like right now because he took so many boots to the face. Oh, big boots. I, big. I just want to yank him out and just be like, come get out of there, you know? But what do you do? What do you do? Doc, get down. <laughs> Listen. Corey, I, I think out. he was out on his feet. Yeah, though. I don't he know was. That he knew the right. duck. He was. Yeah. I mean, he did come to a little bit. He was fighting, but I mean, it did take Todd to cheat to get the match to end, but still. Mm, war wounds. Yeah, war wounds. you know the, the the match really concerned me, and you yeah. know when you, when you hear the commentary, we literally wonder should this match be stopped because uh, Corey took a lot of blows to the head, uh, a lot of unprotected blows to the head, mm -hmm. and you know it made me wonder. Even though this match was impromptu, is this something that Judas has wanted for a long time? You mm -hmm. know when you have the big brother that seemingly holds you down, you know, you never think you're going to get that opportunity to, to get some payback on him. And so when you finally do, because listen, th there were moments in that match where Judas was smiling. Mm -hmm. He was smiling at the damage that he was Haunting. doing. So it was that him smiling is a very frightening thing. I do my best not to look him in the eye because he always likes to come over to the table and just stare me down. I don't know whatever I did to him. I've never, I just, I don't know why. But what I know for sure is these are going to be some very interesting days in SHW with Judas as our champion. And now he has the backing of Todd Sexton. And Sexton used a term at the end of SHW 50 that made me go, hmm. And he used the same term again at this show. And he said that this was the end game. And GB, I've come to find out 
that's what they're calling themselves now. They're calling mm. themselves the end game. And when I say themselves, I'm not just referring to Judas and Todd Sexton because what I neglected to mention was that what we saw was a similar mass man come out that came out during the Nick Halen and AC Mack match uh, to assist Judas and Todd Sexton, removes the mask. It is Nick Halen. And then we come to realize, well, wait a second, the mass man in the earlier match, oh, that was Todd Sexton. So mm -hmm. these guys have been in cahoots, and who knows for how long, uh, but it seems like it's been the long con that they've been playing on us for quite mm -hmm. a while here, and we mm -hmm. knew that there's been affiliations with these guys and other promotions. Now yep. they've brought it to SHW. They're referring to themselves as the end game, and uh, Gunnar Miller shows up at the end of the, uh, the, end of the mm -hmm. chaos and gets involved, mm -hmm. and we end up seeing kind of a not necessarily a face-off because they weren't right by each other, but you had the end game on the stage, and you had Gunner and Corey in the ring, and it was quite an intense moment. And mm -hmm. I know for sure things are not over between all of those gentlemen because, what well, gentlemen, I use that term very loosely <laughs> because very well, nothing gentle about any of what was going down. But, um, yeah, so you got Halen, Judas, Sexton, and then you got a, a seemingly new alliance. I guess it's not a new alliance because if you recall back at the beginning of the year, Corey did show up to help Gunner and Gary mm -hmm. win back control of SHW, but it is still surreal to us to see the alliance of Corey and Gunner. And over the last few months, you know, Corey or Gunner really hasn't seemed too sure about Corey. Neither and, uh, have we. But then, but then I we know saw, I haven't. yeah, and then we saw them embrace though at the end of the uh, the chaos, and so it looks mm -hmm. like they're aligned. And you have end game, and who knows what kind of clash it's going to be between mm. these two forces, but uh, I know it's not the end of that story. Um, and it should be interesting, but uh, chaos, I tell you, pure mm -hmm. chaos, complete mm -hmm. chaos. <sighs> well, then we move on down to card to a couple of, well, I'll say one official SHW debut and an SHW, let's call it a re debut, mm -hmm. as the man formerly known as Blanco Loco re debuted as Orion and he took mm -hmm. on the debuting movie Mike. Movie Mike. Now we saw earlier uh, before the before the show, uh, the weeks leading up to it, he had released a video inviting Ashton Starr to be his plus one at the show. We didn't quite know what to make of that, what it meant. What we do know is that Orion, is that excuse me, Movie Mike did bring a chair with Ashton's name on it and set it out there, set it up on the ramp or up on the stage rather, and uh, expected. I guess he expected Ashton to show up and watch the match. However, Ashton never showed up. And you could tell throughout the match, Movie Mike kept looking up there, you know, Ashton, where are you? Ashton, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Well, you know, and so I don't, I still don't know what to make of all this. It's still kind of crazy, but uh, Orion was a, a, a treat to watch as he always is. Um, he hadn't been in SHW uh, since, what did we say, 2019? Yeah. Uh, when he went out, when uh, he took on Gunner, Gunner Miller, I think, and mm -hmm. it was when Gunner had just come into the company. And uh, so it had been a minute, but... Orion had not missed a beat and looked amazing. However, he did come up just a bit short as Movie Mike. Movie Mike got the win here. But what do we make of this whole thing with, with Movie Mike? And, of course, Ashton not showing up. I mean, certainly that's not over, but it was just such a weird situation. I, I don't know what to make of it. Are we making a movie with Movie Mike? Oh, Because <laughs> it's a mystery <laughs> at, yeah. to me at the moment. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I still don't understand. Well, so uh, just to, to, to your question, what he told me before the show, 
Because I had the same question. I was like, so what's the deal here? And it was still confusing. But what he told me was that he had been making or in the process of been making a movie about his life, but he has put it on pause so that he can direct Ashton and, and allow Ashton to become the star of the show. And that's all Ashton I knew. Has, Ashton has the documentary already, does he not? Well, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Good point. I mean, Starfire is it's not that old. <laughs> we can do a sequel. We can do that. Sure. Starfire I mean, Why too? not? He's, he's got a whole new body, whole new look, whole new well, attitude. Starfire I mean, 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever you want to call it I'm whatever just, you want to call it that. I'm just spitball <laughs> wow. uh, but as far as movie Mike I'm just I'm just still confused I mean he, he during the match he was looking around for Ashton and he wasn't even concentrating on Orion Mm-mm. how he wound up winning that, that match I do not know but what was what's the deal the deal you know, these obsessions, and I think it's safe to call it an obsession at this point, um, they can be quite dangerous. And, you know, I think, you know, this kind of reminds me of (laughs) on these wonderful days of the socials, you know, when you connect with somebody and perhaps you comment on their posts a few times and maybe they like something that you say, or maybe they politely respond back And all of a sudden you've created in your mind a relationship Mm. and now Mm. you guys are besties and you guys are Mm. all of these things. Yes, sir. GB, do you remember the Eminem song, Stan? That there (laughs) it is. What you just said, that's right where Mm -hmm. my mind went. But anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Yes. I mean, and, and that's literally what we have such that people feel like they know you and then they have these expectations of you when all you know is their social media handle. Shoot, you don't right. even know if they actually look like their profile picture. I could tell you stories, folks, of folks who have reached out and, you know, we all get in places and I'm trying to recognize them and they have to tell me their social media handle and I'm like, oh. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know who you are. No, my picture is the big dog Roman Reigns. That's why you exactly. don't recognize Exactly. You know what I mean? And so... <laughs> Part of me wonders if Ashton is just like, dude, I don't know you. Right. Like, is your name even Mike? You call yourself Movie Mike. Why would, and and my other concern, Movie Mike, it's never a good thing to stop what you're doing to wait for somebody else. Life lesson, okay? Because you now stopped your whole production. You put Mm -hmm. out a seat. You, You spent some money to get his name put on the back of that seat too. Very nice. And you sat it there and you're mad because he didn't show up as your plus one. Did he even RSVP? Did he tell you that he was coming? You just assumed. And you know what they say about assumptions, right? So Mm -hmm. to that end, I say movie the mic. Um, You're really going to, you know, when the match was over, he was really mad at Ashton. But like, check yourself, dude, because if Ashton never committed to showing up, then how are you mad at him? Because you made all these sacrifices that he didn't ask you to make. Which again, now if, I'm Ashton, now if I'm Ashton, I'm very careful because if this dude made these kinds of assumptions, I hope he's not, you know, trying to Google and figure out where Ashton's going to be next week. Because that's the kind of vibe I'm getting. For me, you mean? it's it's 
I will say this is getting interesting, and I want Ashton to look out for his own safety. Yes, he needs somebody to watch his six. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, from there, we move on down to another gentleman that we were supposed to hear from uh, to hopefully get some answers from what happened at the month prior. Uh, and that would be the – I don't even – I almost hesitate to call him the working team captain because now I don't think after what we saw the other night that the working team – really even exists anymore uh so i'll just call him owen knight uh owen knight made his way to the ring and stood in the ring with the microphone looking like he might start to say something never did and i talk about me you talk about the the crowd from like a, uh just a month difference of how they used to treat him as the working team captain and how hyped they used to be when he'd make his entrance he came out he to some new music where I was gonna say yes. he came out to he yes. came out to a new song. It's a lot slower, he, a lot more menacing as he slowly walked around the ring and and didn't even really acknowledge any of the fans. Uh, well, he did briefly when he ripped out a, a sign and ripped it up out of the hands of one of the fans. But other than that, you know, it just wasn't the same. It was so it was just surreal. It was the only way I could mm -hmm. put it, just from mm -hmm. what we're used to with uh with Owen Knight. And so he's in the ring. He never ends up saying anything, and. I think the the officials in the back decided, okay, well, we've got another tournament match to get to, so let's, you know, if he's not going to say anything, let's send out the competitors and let's get this next JTS tournament match going. So, uh, Shoot Taylor, goes, mm -hmm. his music hits, he comes out to the ring. Meanwhile, Owen, unexpectedly, sits, sits next to uh, GB and I at the commentary table, and we're thinking... Okay. G well, GB even thought, okay, well, maybe we're going to get some answers here. Maybe he's going to join us on commentary for this uh, tournament match. And, you know, Chip makes his way out. The match is starting to get underway. Owen never once said a single word. He just kept blowing bubbles with that bubble gum and, and popping it into the microphone. <laughs> mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was so strange. And GB, and, and God love you, GB. We all, Diana, you know this. GB loves to ask the questions. He's got to get to the bottom of stuff. And I love him for it because he knows the exact questions to ask. And so mm -hmm. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, GB's going to get to the bottom of this. He's going to ask the right questions. And we're going to figure out what's going on in the mind of Owen Knight. However, GB, you want to uh, explain what happened? <laughs> or well, what, di what didn't happen, rather? What didn't happen? <laughs> because I, I did ask the questions, Yeah, but he was not responding. And you've got to know, you know, Owen's been on this podcast several times. He's very open. He's very gregarious. And so I'm expecting that even in a challenging space, you know, hey, you'll you'll talk to me. You'll tell me what's going on. He didn't, he didn't, I guess he felt like Jesus. He didn't say a mumbling word. Like, I just, I'm trying to understand, like, sir, what's happening here? And I almost can't believe it. Um, and then there was a moment where, uh, shoot Taylor had a maneuver that almost resembled the clock out. Oh, and yeah. I, <laughs> he I did. did say that it resembled the clock out and the look that he gave me. Uh, if, if, looks if looks could kill. Yes. If looks could kill yes. you shooting daggers. Yes. And uh, there was one thing that you finally said to him. You said, I suppose when he's ready, he will tell us what he's thinking. And then he just did a slow clap. He did. He did a slow clap. Wow. And at that point, we realized, oh, GB, I guess you nailed it. I guess that's that's what we're waiting for. We made for. a breakthrough. And oh, 
Just um, know that it's very awkward to have somebody sitting next to you that you're supposed to acknowledge that does not want to be acknowledged. Yeah. It's very odd. It was very strange. He kicked up the shoes on the, you know, kicked up the feet on the table and just yeah. was sitting there and not saying a word. Here's the thing, too, is we, meanwhile, there's an incredible match happening in the ring, another semifinal match between Chip and Shoe Taylor. Uh, Chip, of course, would come out on top, but nothing don't put anything past shoot taylor because he put on a phenomenal performance and it just wasn't his night he just came up just a bit short but what was interesting is after the match you know chip exits the ring shoots trying to exit owen goes in there hits a ripcord stunner which i've never seen him use that maneuver maneuver before i don't know if that's you know i have to if i could talk to him if he'll talk to me maybe i can figure out what he's calling that maneuver but um anyways he hit shoot with it, laid shoot out, and then decided to get the microphone and address the crowd. And boy, did he go and go and go to the point where our officials from the back had to come out there and be like, hey, you got to wrap this up. We've got a main event to get to. It was wild. Yeah, you know, uh, at the risk of, again, getting in trouble. And maybe he won't watch this, so he won't see this. But while he was sitting in in you know, commentary space with us. I think he felt like escape. You know, he put up his shoes and he relaxed his feet. You know, he partied down to his own internal beat and decided to kick it until he got up when he kicked it for real. And when he did, it wasn't good. Oh. And he had a lot to say. And everything that I thought, maybe I was wrong with why I thought he did what he did. He had his own explanation. You, you, you really just need to sit down and watch. Yeah. To see if you can understand where he is, the space that he's in, and if you're actually involved in it. Are you part of whatever this new working team might be? You'll have to determine that when uh, you check out SHW 51. Yeah. go Definitely just, you're going to want to, like I said, watch the whole show, but especially for a moment like that. Well, I mm -hmm. say moment, moments, because <laughs> it took a minute. But uh, just go back and see if you can kind of decipher what all he had to say, because it was a lot to unpack. And it would take us too long to try to delve into it on this episode here. But because, just like the other night, we've got a main event to get to. Mm -hmm. And not just any main event. We're talking about a tables match for the SHW Tag Team Championships. And going into it, the week leading up to the night, to SHW 51, we found out Sal Renaro uh, had injured his hamstring at the NWA Crockett Cup and was not clear to compete at SHW 51. Jake the Snake, however, was going to allow Sunny Days up until bell time to pick a replacement with the caveat that the titles would still be on the line. And uh, Jake had said, you know, this feud has become way too personal and has gone on way too long for us to cancel or postpone this matchup. So it is going to happen. And it sure did happen. You had the hierarchy making their way out, bringing out the grocery cart full of plunder, and uh, the rules of this matchup, both members of the opposing team had to be put through a table. And once somebody's put through the table, they had to leave and go to the back. So uh, Sunny Days comes out, and here's the big moment. The question on everybody's mind, who would his partner be? We were all shocked to find out it was the return of the former SHW champion, the man that actually never lost the title, had to relinquish it months ago due to injury. Well, he's cleared. He's back from injury. Mm. It was the atrocity cruel. He made his way out. And uh, GB, you even touched on this. It, it was a bit of a ref reformation of sorts of uh, 
a different version of Cruel when he was mm-hmm. with Sunny Days and Ravenna Vane when they formed the group Fear. And uh, so, yeah, it was one of those things where it's like, well, it's not like Sonny's just picking up a random person to be his partner. This is somebody who he's been a partner with probably longer than he was a partner with Sal Renaro. Mm-hmm. So here I am going into this match thinking, okay, now hierarchy's going to have the upper hand here with Sonny having to pick a random person. Then mm-hmm. it, it was cruel, and I thought, uh oh. <laughs> it's like Maybe. the last strands of dishonor were still lingering. Mm-hmm. Just Very a little much. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyways, uh, your guys' thoughts. Go ahead. I was I was shocked. Oh, I was yeah. shocked to see Cruel come out. I was. Um, when his music hit, my behind got out of the ring fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't blame I was, you. I was done. I, I mean, I didn't know if Brooklyn was coming out. I didn't know what was happening. All I knew was I wasn't going to be in that ring when they hit and, I, and it, it was a hot start. It was crazy, crazy. Um, chaos. Yeah. Did you say chaos again? Mm-hmm. It was brutal. <sighs> Tables flying everywhere. I will say that um, I don't know how it happened or, or how it was accidental that um, Cruel put Sunny through a table, but <sighs> crumbling so- down. It seems it seemed to me at one point he was trying to throw Sonny through. I don't know who was propped up. Was it Joe maybe at the moment? Mm-hmm. And they got mm-hmm. out of the way and it then Sonny ended up going through. Right. And then Sonny, it seemed like, got a little upset at Cruel, like, you yeah. know, what the heck? And then Cruel mm-hmm. has such a short fuse that he wasn't gonna take any guff and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. And he put him through another table. And it was like mm-hmm. here was the the rule of the the, the match was the opponent had to put you had to put somebody through the table. It couldn't you couldn't right. just accidentally go through it or fall off the apron and go through it or your right. own partner put you through it. It had mm-hmm. to be somebody from the opposing team put yeah. you through it. So Sonny ended up by the end of what was the count? Three or four by the end of the match. Yeah. That he wins. There were so <laughs> many tables. Yeah. I didn't know we had so many tables. I mean, I thought we right. broke them all. Right. Not we, right. but they had broken all the tables. So I guess we made a purchase somewhere. Mm-hmm. Went in debt. Something. <laughs> I went in dead on tables. The oh, furniture boy. that we break here. Ah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, crazy match. There was. I mean, I mean it's crazy. you're just gonna have to go back and watch it, folks. I mean, there was yeah. the time when when Cruel's out in the crowd and Murder One just oh, piling chairs on him. Jeez. And the visual. I and saw I, so many kids crying in fear. <laughs> for... Wow. I would have been too. I mean, if I had yeah. been right there. Here's <laughs> the thing. Crazy. I hope. I'm sure probably impact was over there i'm sure one of our cameras caught it but there was sure. one point where it's almost like the undertaker how he sits up yes envision that but underneath mm. the massive oh, I remember the, the scene in ecw where all the chairs got thrown in the ring on top right. of the wrestlers so imagine yeah. that but then the undertaker sitting up out of the yeah. pile of chairs that's what this looked like it was it was, an, it was very frightening so yeah there was just all kinds of I kind of a comic book or something i don't know so many crazy. characters in this match GB for you and me, you know firsthand. It's so hard to call when you have two guys break away and they're out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two other guys are running around the ring doing doing crazy stuff, and mm-hmm. you know it's just insane to keep up with. It is it's almost it's like you lot. have to have mobile mics so you can move around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You or know at what? Least so we I can don't... see somewhere. Yeah, I don't want to go I, near it. Yeah, I don't want to be following them around. I'm good where, yeah. where we're at. We're already <laughs> yeah. we already get enough grief at where we're at already. So exactly. <laughs> exactly good grief it was nuts it was absolutely crazy and it got to a point where it certainly seemed like 
you know, Joe was at a disadvantage because Murder mm -hmm. One was eliminated. And so you had the two members of seemingly the reformed fear or dishonor against Joe. Uh, and then Joe managed to get Cruel through a table, leaving us one-on-one. -on -one. Cruel goes off on uh, Sonny. And now this looks like, wow, maybe somehow Joe can get the victory. And then... Feel good moment of the night, of the month, Here's, of the year. I just got to tell you. wild again. I just got to <laughs> tell you, because I think GB just completely blacked out. But I got to tell you. <laughs> he did. I will never I forget the reaction from Gerard Bonner when <laughs> when this music hit. Uh, which, well, wait, which, so which, let, me let me describe this. Okay. When the music comes on, it's not registering with me at all. It, it, I nor, don't know nor, what's happening. Nor anybody in the crowd. It was a specific. <laughs> so what here's what happened. So the music is going on. I'm kind of looking around. It took a minute before I looked to the stage. Well, well hang on, because Shannon, uh, don't forget about, so that's, this is what threw us all off. So Shannon, Joe's uh, girlfriend, yes. got back in the ring. Sonny had gotten the the fire, the lighter fluid. Oh, out. that's right. He was there about was to that. light. He was about to See light a table chaos. on fire. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. then Shannon gets into the ring to try to stop him. Then he gets Shannon like he's going to put mm -hmm. her through a table. And we're kind right. of freaking out like, no, 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 right. somebody do something. And yeah. then we hear this weird montage of of music. And I'll let you the go. Familiar from music. Yeah, but it it wasn't. It wasn't registering because kind of in my head, when I hear music playing, I'm thinking, who is this? And right. none of it was registering as who is. And we've had so many weird musical moments in SHW mm -hmm. that, you know, hearing certain music isn't always an indicator of something. True. Um, and so I think it hit me as it hit everybody else as soon as we heard the, the top. And uh, then pandemonium ensued. <laughs> in SHW with, you know, people talk about reactions that they've seen in varying places. Uh, once we get to our, you know, next year uh, anniversary, which is our five-year anniversary, we will likely play this clip as either the top or next to the top in terms of reactions in the history of this company, because right. that is exactly what happened. By the way, we're talking about the All-Star Special, in case we didn't yeah, actually mention their name yet. <laughs> yeah. In case you didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they made their yeah. return. Huck yeah. and Hanson finally made their way back to the Action Building in Canton, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And let me just say, GB, to touch on what uh, your point there as far as reactions go, in my humble opinion, having been there since our very first show, mm -hmm. it ranks right up there mm -hmm. with Chris Jericho totally. and Kenny Omega. The reaction totally. that those guys got, and that's saying a lot. And there have been some huge pops over mm -hmm. the years, and not to take anything away from any of the other ones, but mm -hmm. this one was just so massive that I think and it's not that shocking because we've talked about it for months how much we've missed them. The crowd has missed them, and but the it was way, unexpected. The, the I mean, way they right, the way they yeah. uh, were gone from the company was so unceremoniously. It was just mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was uh, just such a special moment. And here's the yeah. thing. They didn't even have to do anything and get in the ring to get involved. All they did mm -hmm. was cause the slightest bit of distraction for uh, to Sunny Days for Joe Black to take advantage, mm -hmm. put Sunny through a table, and there you go. The hierarchy, your new SHW Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Thanks in a little bit of a part to the returning All-Star Special. 
and then they made their way to the ring. GB uh, got to hold Hanson's beer. And, Literally. Uh, and then they got in the ring, and they toasted Joe Black, and that was a bit of a visual that we didn't think we'd see anytime soon mm-hmm. And uh, because there's a ton of history with those guys as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, just what a moment it was. Not only crowning new SHW tag champs, but also the return of one of the most beloved tag teams in SHW history, oh, the All-Star my. Special. Hold my hash browns. By the way, yes. I don't know if there's any left, but if right. you have a chance, you might want to get on, uh, jump in. Uh, Hans- yeah, jump in Hanson's DMs and yeah. try to pre-order one of those custom shirts. They were uh, SHW customized. Hold mm-hmm. my hash browns with the SHW logo. And, yeah. uh, man, it's just very cool. Uh, and then immediately, as soon as, the, as soon as the show's over, they run out there to set up a merch table, sell out of what they brought, sell the mm-hmm. shirts off their backs. Literally. And it was insane. Here's the thing. Because it was such a surprise, they weren't out there selling merch before the show or during intermission mm-hmm. or anything like they normally would. Uh, right. Yet they still made out like bandits in the yeah. short amount of time after the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're merchandaries, mm-hmm. I tell you. Yes. And yes. Uh, Which, man. by the way, they are doing the seminar on how to they be merchandaries. So you need to hit up Huck or Hanson and sign mm-hmm. up for that because there are limited spots available. Oh my gosh, if you can learn just a tenth of what they know on how to make money on merchandise, mm-hmm. <laughs> But hey, like we said, and we weren't lying at the beginning of this episode when we said it was a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> Uh, throughout the night and there was the good there was the bad there was the ugly there was the tearful I mean there was just everything you think of all in one show and uh, we're just going to move right along to SHW 52 July 7th and just keep this train rolling on our Mm -hmm. final stop to the Rumble Jack the fifth annual Rumble Jack coming up in August and then just a couple months after that we will be crowning that Jake St. Legacy champion Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. All right. So we've got Kenway versus Chip. That's a match. That's a match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll have, we'll obviously uh, do an in depth preview to the, to the next show here in the next couple, couple of coming weeks. But, uh, you know, that's a match right there. We've already seen it happen once. It went to a 15 minute time limit draw. And I, I have to be careful how I phrase it. It went to a time limit draw. Kenway did not take Chip Day to the limit. As or, we to, were or, or or to his limit, rather. Mm-hmm. He took him to the, to the time, time limit. limit. Time limit. Yeah. Correct. And uh, I don't want to have to be corrected again on that because no. it, it's one thing to say it across Zoom, but when they're sitting there next to you and looking at you and saying, you said this and I didn't like mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, what did I right. say? <laughs> wait, 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 hang on. charged. Mm-hmm. telling you so, it had us all thinking about what we've done to or yeah. said <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> every word so so uh so chip my apologies and uh <laughs> it won't happen again but Much um, respect. yeah so i don't know uh, again you mentioned it at the top of the show at the pre-show last month we had the unexpected surprise of chip day joining us on commentary uh probably to let us know what we had been saying incorrectly but also just to kind of give his opinion, his thoughts on the Kenway on the upcoming show and various things. Uh, we kind of jokingly dubbed this, oh, it's kind of like, we'll call it talking chip, you know, mm-hmm. like there's talking mm-hmm. smack or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say, talking chip. And so I don't know if this actually, if this becomes a, an ongoing thing at the pre-shows, I'm cool with that. I think it was kind yeah. of fun. So yeah. uh, I mean, either so way, we'll we did say once he got to the, the finals versus Kenway, Bryce, whoever, yeah, that he would have to come back on next mm-hmm. month and and mm-hmm. talk about it. So he's going to so be we'll there. 
So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, and like you said, uh, you know, we can reach out to Kenway, perhaps have him on an episode of the podcast here. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, could you imagine if we get him on? And then we have the pre-show and Chip gets in our ear about that. Who knows what's going to happen? But it's like okay. you guys said, it's got to be, you know, it's only fair. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. heard from Chip. Let's hear from mm-hmm. Kenway. And then maybe mm-hmm. Chip can have a rebuttal if he wants at the pre-show. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens. Imagine but, a live promo like the one he recorded. No. <laughs> well, here's the thing to think about, too, is that when they had that one-on-one match a couple of months ago that went to the 15-minute time limit draw, this is the finals of the JTS tournament. There's mm-hmm. not going to be a time limit here. There's going to be a win- yeah. There's got to be a winner to crown the inaugural legacy champion. So mm-hmm. who knows how long this could go. But uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We already know about that match. We already know about Cyrus and Exotic Youth and that six-man tag. Who will mm-hmm. he pick for his partners? Uh, and then I'm sure many more matches to be announced in the coming weeks sure. that we will let you guys know about. But, oh, it's going to be good. If it's anything like this past show, then, then buckle mm-hmm. up and do yeah. not miss it. Be there live. You're not going to want to miss it, folks. I'm telling you, if you're missing these shows live, what are you What are you thinking? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? If you're not there on show day, where are you? Come on. Come on. One place to be. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Anyways, that's all I got, guys. (laughs) Yeah. I'm good. Good. all we need <laughs> that's gonna wrap it up here for this episode shw 51 was incredible uh whenever it drops on iwtv do yourself a favor and check it out and yes. see what you missed get all caught up and prepare yourselves for shw 52 but like i said earlier next week we'll be joined by none other, none other than the loudest mouth in the south the mac of all trades the one and only ac mac will be our guest we cannot wait to talk to him one more time right here on the podcast. But until we see you then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.